what were your initial thoughts on the I decision? thought it was I, I thought it was a joke I didn't think it was real um it was just too out there for you it was it wasn't not that it just wasn't too it was too out there but like so I think it just it didn't make sense like why mm. would you change your company name to Volkswagen especially after like the emission scandal and all of that like <laughs> they're still Volks like they're still like they were still using their name they didn't think about changing anything yeah they kind of had mm. like a identity identity crisis but like they kind of had like a hit on their marketing and All right, everyone, welcome to the Branding Deep Dive podcast. If you're new here, this is a podcast where we talk about uh, different things, different companies, brands, or things that are happening uh, and analyze the branding lessons behind them. Today, we are talking about the Volkswagen April Fool's joke or uh, kerfluffle or whatever you want to call it. And who we have on talking about this subject is a dear friend. He is a uh, he's like an older brother to me. He's also a, what's the word for like sharing an office space? Coworker? Colleague? I don't know. No, but like you're not a coworker. We don't work for the same company. But we are co-renters. I don't know. Yeah, we are co-renters at an office space. And uh, Masira Beg. Masira Beg is uh, a accountant. He has his accounting firm called Rebeg and Huck. CPA, who unfortunately is not sponsoring the podcast uh, just oh, yet today. in the future, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but for, for now, uh, he is not. Um, they're in busy season accounting. So if you need your taxes done, uh, I think you, spe- you guys specialize in what, like nonprofit uh, stuff as well, or is there a certain... Uh, we do it all, um, business, nonprofit, individuals. Yeah. And for, for the audience, for a little bit more context... Masir is a CPA and his partner is also a CPA. So you have two highly qualified professionals uh, that you can trust with your, your hard-earned money. So anyway, Masir, uh, hold on. Before I move on, is there anything I missed in your introduction that you want to cover? Uh, no, I think you got it all. Um, really excited to be here, even though I wouldn't say I'm really a car guy or a marketing guy. But uh, oh, that's a good like point. A fun topic. Yeah. So, so let me, let me give some more context around that. Like why we have Masir on to talk about this. So you guys might be thinking, why do you have an accountant talking about branding and marketing? Like it doesn't really make sense, but bear with me guys. Masir has always been a fan of German things. So I don't know where that stems from. Maybe you could talk about that a little bit, but since I've, since I've known him, he's had an Audi. Um, He's always been a Bayern fan uh, and he knows he knows a lot more things about Germany than the average guy. I don't know if you know German too, but uh, he is an average avid I s- German fan. I speak a little German. Oh wow! Can you say something? Uh, hello, ich bin Vasir. Ich komme aus Michigan. For the uh, if you guys need your German taxes done, I think the vegan hack also does those services. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know German tax law and I don't plan on it anytime soon. All right. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get into it. So Monsieur, can you talk us a little bit through, uh, can you just give us the context of what happened this week? Um, for the audience that's not aware, April 1st 
is famous for being a day where you play jokes on people and you say April fools, right? That's a whole thing, right? Uh, when we were kids, we would say like, Hey, uh, the teacher said, don't turn in your homework. Uh, you know, it's, it's good. Everyone got credit for it. And then like, when the person doesn't do it, you're like, April fools gotcha. You know what I mean? Like it's stuff like that. <laughs> and so Silly pranks. Yeah. Silly pranks and right. stuff. So a lot of times companies try to do these April fools jokes on, uh, April Fool's Day, right? And so I think a famous one that I can think of is I remember Google had one where they were announcing that they were doing something crazy and it was just like a joke. I'm sure there's a bunch of other companies. I don't want to get into those right now. What we're focusing on today is Volkswagen, right? And so, Masir, can you talk us through what happened? Yeah, so there is so there is like a shift in the auto industry uh, moving towards more electric and, and renewable resources uh kind of self-imposed but also kind of through legislative uh, legislative impositions um so volkswagen earlier this week came out and said they are changing their name from volkswagen which means people's car in german to volkswagen play on words of volts meaning electric and wagon meaning car. So <clears throat> they came out saying that they're changing their name to Volkswagen and people were one confused and two, they were like, Oh, it's a joke. This is an early April fool's joke from Volkswagen. Yeah. That's, that's a key thing, right? It wasn't actually, they, it leaked before, right? right? It wasn't actually April right. 1st. And so that's a, it's a key part of the story where like someone messed up. <laughs> and they actually released, what was it on Tuesday or, or I, yeah, like two I days early? Like Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, I forgot, but in any it case, was earlier in the week yeah. and people were just confused. And then Volkswagen later came out and said, no, it's not a joke. Uh, right. This is a real thing. And so fast forward to April 1st, which was yesterday where they come out and said, yeah, it was a joke. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so whether, whether it was real or not, I guess we won't really know. So you're saying that if it was real, they realized that it's a bad idea and they called it an April fool's joke. <laughs> right. And I think, and I think that's probably what it is. Like, really? Hey, let's, let's throw this idea out. Let's see how it, let's see how the market reacts. Let's see what people say. <laughs> uh, and obviously people did not like it at all <laughs> hence they like stepped back and were just were just saying oh no it's a, it's an april fool's joke don't worry about it mm -hmm. that's so. interesting so i, I want to take a step back i sent this article to you when it first happened and reached out to you and said hey let's do an article about or a, a podcast about this or a mini episode and so I wanted to get your thoughts when you initially heard the news, what were your thoughts as someone that understands the meaning of the world, the people's wagon, uh, and, and you know, you know, the history behind Volkswagen, like what were your initial thoughts on? The I decision? thought it was, I, I thought it was a joke. I didn't think it was real. Um, it was just too out there for you. It was, it wasn't, not that it just wasn't too, it was too out there, but like, so I think it just, it didn't make sense. Like, why mm. would you change your company name to Volkswagen? Especially after like the emission scandal and all of that. Like, <laughs> they're still Volkswagen. Like, they're still like they were still using their name. They didn't. 
think about changing anything. Yeah, they kind of had mm. like a identity identity crisis, but like they kind of had like a hit on their marketing and. Can you talk brand. about that a little bit? Uh, I can talk a little bit. So they were caught. Um, so they had a clean diesel engine. They labeled it a clean diesel engine. And when they went to testing, they like the tests came back and they were saying that, oh, our emissions were great out of this diesel car. So you should buy it because it doesn't pollute the earth as much as a normal diesel car would. So they basically were using that as a marketing for selling their like clean diesel engines and all of their vehicles. Later come to find out that they gamed the test. So I don't know the exact, like the specifics of how it worked, but like whenever they were testing the car, they would turn on some, in some, something in the car or in the engine that would like mess up the results mm. and like skew the results. So once it was off of the testing platform and it was under normal conditions, then their the, it, like their normal emissions were, weren't any better or worse than the other cars that they had mm-hmm. or the other cars in the market. So what you're saying is for you, you didn't you didn't think it made sense because after such a big scandal where it's costing them billions of dollars and uh, more than that, their brand reputation uh, right for being you know a truthful company right? they, <laughs> they didn't change their name after that but all of a sudden now they want to go electric for you it was just like too wild of a it was yeah exactly like if you were going to change your name or do something i'd probably do it after the emission scandal immediately, right. not like a few years later after it's all blown over and then it's like oh we're gonna go electric like there's already still some hesitancy towards volkswagen mm because of that emission scandal. So let me ask you this. I, I want to play devil's advocate for a little bit. Are there any brand benefits to actually have changed their name, whether it's back then or uh, right now? Like, Is there any scenario where you think it's a good idea for Volkswagen to actually, ch- for a company like Volkswagen, like let's, let's not use just Volkswagen as an example, but a company of the size to actually change their name yeah, I mean there are like there are examples of companies that have gone through scandals and then right after they emerged out of it they changed their name completely. Like uh, they fire their CEO, they fire their board, they come up with a brand new board and then they just come up with a brand new marketing and slogan and you're, you're in the uh, you're in the accounting space. Do you have any examples of that? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to think like I mean the big Enron Worldcom scandals like I think Enron I don't actually don't remember if Enron changed their name. Wasn't it Arthur Anderson changed? Didn't they change Accenture? Yeah, Arthur Anderson changed their name to Anderson, and then or Anderson, I, yeah, yeah. And then I think I forgot what they did after. But then Worldcom, I think Worldcom did change their name too. Yeah, uh, or they changed their name from MCI to Worldcom, and then I think they went. The other one, I don't remember. Like they went bankrupt or something. But like, yeah, it usually after a huge scandal is when you change your name or you. Right, right. Direction after people get fired and go to jail or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I remember you told me uh, an interesting thing about Volkswagen history is that Volkswagen was actually the official car of the 
Third Reich, correct? Of the Nazi party, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so when they came up with the design for the Beetle, um, uh, Hitler wanted like a company, like a car that Germans can afford, mm. like the average German could afford. So it was like he came up with a design, like a two, like a five seater, five seater car, kind of simple, what looks like the, the Volkswagen Beetle right now. And he took it to his friend Ferdinand Porsche. And mm-hmm. Ferdinand Porsche at the time, was designing uh, cars. He worked for Daimler before, and then he moved on. And um, before Volkswagen was known as Volkswagen, it was a, it was a different name, a weird German name. But uh, he designed the car like with Hitler's input on it. Mm. So then it started producing. They started producing the car, and then it was subsidized by the German government by Hitler. Um, and more people were able to afford it because of that. So there, there is that like, there is that history of of Volkswagen like prior to being called Volkswagen, where they were, um, I'll say in bed with, but definitely were helped by. So the Nazis. You're saying that the Beetle that we see was designed by Hitler. The yeah, basically, like it hasn't like the design of the Beetle hasn't changed. It however many years 60 70 years whatever 80 years and that design pretty much came from hitler and ferdinand porsche and so i I don't know if you know this but was it called volkswagen at the time or did that come after it was it came after so it was called kdf wagon which kdf stood for kraft durch freude which means strength through joy Mm. it's very like germans do that a lot they like put they like squish their names together and like make it like kdf or like jet or something and each letter means something else (laughs) and so um they built a whole city like uh hitler subsidized the building of their manufacturing plant oh wow and they created a whole state like originally the name of that city was called kdf city and then they changed it to Wolfsburg. <laughs> <laughs> not really creative with the names. <laughs> no, not very creative. Uh, one thing about Germans, they're not very creative. Uh, so it later became the Wolfsburg, and Wolfsburg is still the head of the headquarters of Volkswagen. Mm, mm. KDF, so- KDF Wagen became Volkswagen after a few years. Um, but production of the Beetle lasted for a few years early on. Then they started going to war. And then that manufacturing plant switched, just like this plants here in Detroit, switched from cars to artillery and tanks and stuff. So that's really interesting. I like um, it's, I don't know, man. I like the Beetle <laughs> designed by Hitler. <laughs> that's uh, something I didn't know. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I, I did want to say one of the things that is super powerful is the legacy and the the history of your brand, right? And so you look at mm-hmm. Ford, GM, Chrysler, and Volkswagen, Porsche, like all these names, like they've been around for centuries and like, right. well, maybe not centuries, but like a century, right? And so <laughs> it's like, 
yeah, decades. Decades is a better way. It's like, it's, I don't, I don't think like, unless something crazy happens, I don't think it's ever a good idea to even play around with changing your name, right? Clearly, as we can see in this, right. uh, in this example, um, it, do you, do you think that for the end users, I haven't looked at their stock price or anything like that. Was there an impact to, um, you know, the brand's actual, how people are perceiving it? Do you think people are confused still? Do you think like it's, uh, or you think it's everyone's past it or is it still like kind of? No, I think, I think everyone's past it. I haven't looked at their stock price either, but I think everyone has passed it. They, they mentioned that Volks, the, the, the change was only going to happen in the U.S., to the U.S. company only. I think in one of those uh, um, releases, they said the change would only happen to the U.S. subsidiary and all the, the rest of the world would still become Volkswagen. So I, I think they kind of gave themselves an out by saying that, that it was, oh, it's just an April Fool's joke. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. But it's like, why even, like, why even do that? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm with you 100%. Um, the other thing, so the last thing I wanted to touch on is like, this has spurred an insane amount of media. And there's this saying that there's no such thing as bad publicity. I want to get your thoughts here. Like, do you think that this is bad publicity for them? Uh, or, or like, what are your thoughts on that statement in this context? I mean, to me, it's just like a, a blip kind of like, a story, oh, we made noise in April of 2021 and that was it, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it like it comes and then it goes. Like a flash in the pan kind of thing. I don't think there's gonna be anything too too crazy coming out of it after. I mean Volkswagen also own like a whole bunch of other car companies as well. Right. And so it's not like they're like, okay, if Volkswagen goes down a little bit or hurts a little bit, um yeah, no big deal. They still own Audi. They still own Lamborghini. Like they still own Porsche. Like they'll be fine financially. There's not, they're not, they're not hurting <laughs> too bad. But uh, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things. Where you're like, oh, we we had some, we made some noise, and that was it. They went viral for a few minutes, and that was it. And they're gone until they come out with something crazy. So, so you're saying in the long run, it's it's not really an impact short run. Maybe there's a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of press, but it's not really anything that's going to affect the bottom line. Exactly. Exactly. And then like, you'll, I mean, I'm sure like come next year, they'll be like, Oh yeah. Remember that time when Volkswagen renamed their (laughs) company to Volkswagen? Like it'll, it'll be like that. So like you just kind of remember it every once in a while, randomly. That's hilarious. I, I think the, for me, what I thought, was interesting is that, you know, all these outlets are picking it up and, you know, it was a, you know, the, when people thought it was legit for that first like couple hours, you know, everyone was talking about it and then everyone was still talking about it because of the poor decisions that they made <laughs> on, you know, playing along with it. Right. And so for me, it's like, you're getting some bad press where people are looking at you and the, and the perception they have is maybe not the best, but they are also finding out about all these like the ID four or all these like new cars that they have uh, that are electric. Right. And so right. if, if the end goal for me is like, Hey, we need to get the word out that we're making an electric car. 
I think they they hit the nail on the head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So, I, like I was saying, like the the electric cars are coming for sure. Mm-hmm. Like California, California signed a law saying all electric, all new cars have to be electric by twenty thirty five. Oh really? Sweden, like Sweden, there are a couple other countries too. Sweden, Sweden was one by 2030. So like mm. by 2030, 2035, I think a majority of your cars will be electric or under some renewable source instead of the uh, combustion engine. So we are like the trend is definitely moving towards there. I think Volvo mm-hmm. today just announced their their electric. Their lineup is going to be fully electric by the end of next year or something like that. I think oh, wow. That was, but, That's quick. Um, I mean, they've been, they've been in the, in the hybrid game for some time too. So I think they're, mm. they're learning and picking up. I mean, GM said the same thing too. They'll be all electric at some point in time. In the future yeah. As well. You said you're um, not a car guy. No, I'm not a car <laughs> guy. I just, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I listen to the news and, you know, we are in the motor city. So that definitely, Definitely does play a part of it too. I mean, Ford too. Like Ford has got the yeah. the Mach-E. Um, there, I mean, it. That's the way that the. I mean, it's headed because that's the way it has to head. Um, so I, I did think of one more thing. So I know it said last question, but I did want to talk about this. Oh, no, it's fine. So Let's keep it going. Do you do you follow Elon Musk on Twitter? I do not, but I keep seeing seeing like his tweets and news and so, news stories and stuff. So I, I think one of the things that we're seeing is that like dude, this guy legit, like he'll tweet something and people will go buy tons of that stock. Like remember when he tweeted like buy signal or yeah. use signal or use signal. And then yeah. And, and he was saying to use the app and then some random company is starting, you know, like, like he has this kind of, and, and, you know, he, he called himself the techno king of Tesla or whatever. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. like he has this, He's like a redditor that is the CEO. It's like one of the richest people in the world and just doing whatever the heck he wants. And I think one of the things that I feel like brands are trying to do is trying to copy a little bit of what Elon Musk is doing. But the thing is, you can't do what Elon's doing, right? Like if Elon said something like, hey, we're making a car called the Volkswagen, like everyone would be like, oh, LOL, that's so awesome. Like you're a genius. (laughs) But when Volkswagen does it, who has this personality, like you don't see Volkswagen really joking around on social media. At least my perception is that way. Right. right? Whereas like Elon Musk has this personality where always joking around, always like, he's always saying crazy stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so when you have your, one of the things you have to remember when you're uh, messaging for your brand, like when you're putting stuff out, when you're putting content out is that it has to stay in line with the personality that people uh, perceive you as right. So if people perceive you as always joking, then, you know, like something like this would go pretty well, mm-hmm. but if you're a serious brand and all of a sudden you're making this joke that we're, we're changing this, <laughs> people are going to take it seriously. You know what I mean? Just like the same way if like, if Monsieur told me something, uh, and I know he's like, and he, you know, I, with me, he's pretty, uh, he jokes and stuff. And he says something that is clearly a joke. I could tell, but maybe someone that right. goes to him just for accounting work, they're going to be like, oh, like, is that a joke? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe they haven't seen that side of Masir. And so it's the same thing with brands, right? You have to be conscious of the image that you're putting out there and then uh, the decisions you make on the content you release or the jokes you want to play or whatever you want to do it has to be in line with that personality. Uh, anything else you want to touch on, Masir, before we uh, wrap up? 
Uh, no, I mean, I agree. Like, like I said before, Germans are really known to be joking types. So <laughs> like very, very serious, very by the book. Um, a lot of their companies are that way too. Uh, so to see this, it, it did break the mold a little bit. And that's why people were just like, what the hell is going on? Um, but yeah, I mean, Volkswagen, though, generally tried to be a little bit more lighthearted because they always have like the sign and drive. They made the the Beetle fun. They had like the 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 van. I forgot what the van was called. The um, Atlas, not the Atlas. Uh, like the Scooby Doo van. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The, the hippie van. Yeah, the hippie van. Like they like the. So Volkswagen has always been like a little kind of lighthearted, but uh-huh. I think lately it, it hasn't been as much. Mm, mm. Especially a post scandal, it hasn't been that much. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's because of the scandal that they've been less lighthearted? Probably. Um, I don't know for sure. I haven't really studied them as much, but or follow them as much. But um, I mean, they've they've changed a lot since the scandal for sure. Mm. And that's mm. that's natural once something like big like that happens, right? Well, all right, Monsieur, thank you so much for coming on for this uh, mini episode. I really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully we can do a, a longer episode on uh, Bayern or something like that. Yeah, I'm ready when you are. Oh, by the way, they did an April Fool joke one time. Oh my God, it was so bad. Can it you, can so you, bad. can you share it real quick? This will <laughs> yeah, be a sneak real... peek of, of our full Bayern episode. <laughs> real quick, one year. Okay, I forgot what year it was, but they weren't making very many like big name signings. They weren't bringing on like these famous players. Oh no, I know where this is going. <laughs> so April 1st comes and they announced, oh, we've made a signing and everyone's all excited. They're like, oh my God, yes, yes, we're ready. Let's see, who is it? Who is it? They're like, we've signed David Beckham. And everyone's like, okay, cool. They, they were just like, okay, we've signed David Beckham. They had, wait, wait, wait. Was this David Beckham in his prime? Yeah, this was like David Beckham in his prime. Later in oh, okay, his prime, okay. but still kind of like... So it's prime. a big deal. So it's a big deal. And so we're like, okay, what the hell? And then there's a video, right? So we're like, okay, let's watch the video. No joke. They had some fake David Beckham doppelganger person walking down, <laughs> like meeting like the players and stuff. And this dude did not look anything like David Beckham. It was like some <laughs> short, fat dude. And we're like, okay, what the hell is this? Why are you joking? Your team, like, we need a good signing, and you're fake signing David Beckham. Like, what the hell is wrong with you people? That's since hilarious. then, since then, they haven't done an April Fool's joke. Just thank God, that was <laughs> so bad. But <laughs> it was just, it was such a head scratcher. That's hilarious, man. So they, they legit, <laughs> they're like, hey, we signed David Beckham, and then they showed a video of Fat David Beckham. <laughs> Yeah, like this short fat dude and he's like bald. And I don't think David Beckham was bald at the time either. So it was like, okay, what the hell are you like what is this? That's hilarious. I think April Fool is a really like that's a there's a lot of good content out there of people that have made some <laughs> dumb decisions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, so thanks again, so. B. Thanks you so so much for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. Uh, we will I'll, I'll be in touch to get the Byron episode uh, coordinated. Uh, look forward to doing that soon. Uh, we will see you all next time. Thank you for listening.